Hoops. We are back. The Hoop Genius Podcast. Presented by NBA 2K23. BJ Armstrong, Mo Muncy, back with you once again. The last few episodes were all pre-recorded because we were away. BJ, how'd you feel? We're back. Are you ready? I stay ready, Mo, so we mm. don't have to get ready, Mo. Mm-hmm. And right now the fans are ready mm-hmm. and we got to bring some heat because you know what? This past week has been nothing but off the court drama, off the court news. And, and BJ loves to stay on the court, but we got to address And this. I like to stay on the court. So I don't know if I'm annoyed, but you know what? I got to get right to the eye of the storm. So you know what, Mo? Let me stop talking right now and get to it. Let's break Mm. this down. Let's get into it because you guys have been tweeting. You guys have been DMing. You guys have been in the Discord. If you want to join that, hit the link in the bio. And while you're there, hit the link to get your copy of NBA 2K23. But there is something we must address. BJ and I have been away. Been on a couple planes, been on a couple flights. We're going to talk about that and what we've been doing tomorrow because this is such a pressing issue. We have to record it today. BJ asked me, he said, he texted me the other day. He said, Mo, we need an emergency podcast. I said, B, it's 4 a.m. I may or may not be in the club. I may or may not be with <laughs> Fabulous right now. I can't record right now. The speakers are too loud in the club. They ain't going to hear the mic. And I've got fire that needs to be delivered for the people. So here we are. A little bit delayed, but we right on time. Because there has been chaos going on, as always, in the NBA. But this chaos is a little bit more chaotic than what we usually see. Now, we usually see trade requests, trade rumors, free agency, draft picks. But right now, you know what we're going to talk about, guys. We're talking about the Golden State Warriors. We're talking Mm. about Draymond Green. And we're talking Mm. about Jordan Poole. Because Mm. if you haven't yet seen, I don't know where you've been, but the video came out. But before the video, we got reports that Draymond Green had struck Jordan Poole in practice. And then a video appeared. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out right now. You can find it easily online. They're talking a little bit of trash in practice. Things get a little bit heated. Draymond squares up to Jordan. Jordan pushes Draymond away. Then out of nowhere, Draymond comes in. Superman punch. Bang! Jordan gets clattered against the wall, falls to the floor. Everyone rushes in to break it up. Now, BJ, I know you're involved with many parties in this situation. So I'm going to need your reaction. I'm going to need your initial reaction when the reports came out. Because there was a lot of speculation about what happened. And then I'm going to need your reaction to how your thoughts changed once you saw the video of the events being unfold. So I'm, the floor is yours, my brother. Well, the floor is yours. Yeah, my, my immediate reaction was the following. I, I've, in full transparency, everyone involved in this, I consider them a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I worked with Draymond Green for many years. Steve Kerr and I have a relationship that goes back 30 plus years to collegiate days when we first met, played against each other in different events, different colleges. We played together in the NBA. Bob Myers and I worked together at Wasserman as the agents, young agents, when he first got into the business before he, prior to him taking on the position that he's currently under as president general manager there with the Warriors. 
Joe Lacob, Peter Goober, and their governing body. The ownership group. Business, the ownership group. Know them, work with them. I don't know Jordan Poole as well, other than passing. I know him a little bit. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. But he's a young kid. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, he's a young kid, just got to the NBA here, just beginning his career. You know, I, I I was deeply saddened before the video. Okay, I was deeply saddened. And Mo, you've heard me say this, and our listeners have heard me say this. But Mo, it rings true. It's haunted me ever since I won my first championship where I was able to play a part in winning the championship when it ends Mo it always ends bad you said that I, and I've said this mm-hmm. and Mo this is what I, I I came to understand every championship run when it ends it always ends bad and if this is the end for the Warriors Mo we will point to this moment in time as the end because there have been moments where things look shaky for the Warriors, like when Kevin Durant and Draymond got into it and KD ended up leaving, a lot of people thought this is the end for the Warriors. They took a couple years off contending. There were injuries and all sorts, but then they got right back to it, and now they're the reigning champions. They're the reigning defending defending NBA world champions. And then suddenly, Mo, this happens. Now, without question, Every team, every player, every executive, every ownership group, they have, you have in life what's called your moment of truth. This will be the warrior's moment of truth because we don't know where this is going to go. It could go left and go off the rails totally. It could go right. And who knows what could happen or this thing could keep it moving. And there's somehow, some way we'll say, we don't know how this happened, but the Warriors found a way. Now, you know, when I look at, when I look at this, the ownership group, the coach, head coach, and Bob Myers, the current executive, you know, leading executive there, they're the best in the business yep. and what they do. They're the best in the business mode. And so in that sense, the Warriors organization, the Warriors fan base, they're lucky to have leadership that is considered the best, regardless of sport. You know, Steve Kerr is one of the top 15 greatest coaches of all time. There's on the list. Bob Byers is four-time champion as an executive. Mm-hmm. And when the Warriors were purchased by this group, Without question, they deserve the credit for doing a complete 180 and turning this thing around they and getting this organization bad. in. And they're doing something currently, Mo, that we haven't seen in quite some time, which is I can't remember the they're last not time doing a rebuild, it. Mo, which is my favorite word. They're not doing a <laughs> rebuild. They have infused young players with their current core group, talking about Draymond, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. and Klay Thompson. And somehow they've mesh this together and these guys are playing and they're playing at the highest level you know mo i i i have such i mean i'm heartbroken because i'm friends with all of these people i'm not going to call anyone i don't want to talk to anyone i'm not trying to find out what really happened because mo i'm heartbroken what happened because of the following you know mo as a veteran 
I had a I had a professor once in college. He said, my job as a professor is never to leave a scar on a student. Your job as a student, okay, is to show up, okay, is to show up here, Mo, and 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 and, and do your thing, show up every single day. And if you show up, I promise you, you will leave my class with an A. Everyone gets an A in my class. If you show up, you're gonna put the work in. But, but, I, but you gotta show up. He said, never leave a scar. And Mo, I immediately thought of Jordan Poole and I said, this young man, hopefully Mo, we didn't leave a scar. And I say, we didn't leave a scar. And the reason I say that Mo, because at 55, I got a call that day from my OG, from my old head, Trent Tucker. He said, B, you are right, because the NBA is different. I want to make sure you good. And Jordan Poole, I hope that he has someone like that. Because Steph Curry, I love what Steph Curry did after all of this. I love what Andre Iguodala did. Because when I saw this happen, I immediately thought of three names. I thought of David West. I thought of Sean Livingston. And I thought of Jared Jack. Because you the can't veterans have from a, the Warriors squads in 2016, yes, you 2017. Yeah, because you can't have a great organization. And I just gave credit to their ownership and all of those people. But you can't have a great organization without internal leadership. Because David West and those guys is what Trent Tucker and Bill Cartwright and those guys did for me when I was a young player. And I hope that this kid, Jordan Poole, who's a young, young kid, okay, they're all young kids to me, but he's really young. He's 20, what, three, 24 max. 23. Okay. That I hope, because when I see him, the first, I, I just want to get a, I just want to get that young man a hug because he deserves that to come into this league and have people to know that we care about him and never, and don't leave a scar on him well, well, because that's going to be, be hard. Yeah. Cause that's going to be hard for him to overcome. And that's going to require more than time because emotionally, psychologically, we don't know, but hopefully this young man can overcome this. And I was happy that he played well in the last game, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you something more. I, I, I was heartbroken because I genuinely like, everyone that was involved in this i know these people and without judgment mo i was a young player and what happened to that young man mo is going to be difficult to overcome no doubt about it so that was my initial thought when i saw it i was just you don't want to leave a scar you don't want to leave a scar mo and i'll and i'll say this for the last time but when it ends mo it always ends bad. So could we be seeing the end of the Golden State Warriors dynasty? I, 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 I think, Mo, what we're seeing right now, if they don't win another championship with this group, with Steph Curry in particular, we will point to this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Now, we will point to this moment. And, and I'm not saying they can't, because, Mo, I didn't think, I didn't think that that group last year was a championship caliber team. I didn't think so. Not many I, I, I did, but, but that's how you play the game. But that's why you play the game. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not saying they couldn't win it, 
I just didn't think at the beginning of the season, looking at their roster and saying, oh, that's the best team in the league. Now, did they play well? Did they come together? Da, da, da. They did everything and they gave themselves a chance. So give that group credit. However, more at the beginning of the season last year, I did not anticipate them achieving that, but I have to give them credit. Give Steph Curry credit. Yeah. Give that group credit for what they were able to achieve because they earned, you know, they earned that last year. They they did whatever they had to do and they played at a brand. And and those young guys, Wiggins and those young guys, Poole, those guys were terrific. Kaminga. That one shot Jordan Poole hit in the finals to hit the halftime buzzer beer really yeah, shifted. Yeah. I know it's just yes. one play, but it shifted the momentum of the series in that one play. That's what I'm saying. Mo, they give those guys credit. Steve Kerr pushed right buttons, whatever. Their veterans stepped up. They did everything. Mo, it was beautiful. Clay comes back. Okay, they put him back in the starting line. I mean, everything happened, and it happened right for them. So give them credit. Now, this year you're looking at it, and you're arguably saying, well, they won it last year, and they're deeper. They're more experienced. Their young guys should be better. Mm -hmm. Wiseman's coming back this year. Mm -hmm. DiVincenzo is coming. So you, And you're saying, Man, could be. I'm looking at their roster, and all of a sudden, this happens, Mo, and you're going, oh, man. Mm. You know what I mean, Mo? It was like, it's just, you, you, you know, like, they're coming off such momentum. So I, I just feel, I feel, I'm, I'm heartbroken. I think that's the best way I can put it. it it's, well, I don't know what to say. Well, we saw the punch, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of basketball players from around the world, they all said, these things happen all the time in locker mm, rooms. Let's talk about it. You know, obviously, I've not been in the NBA locker room on a day-to-day -day level. I've been there for media, doing interviews, but you've been in there. You've lived that life. Mm -hmm. How common mm -hmm. is things like this? And I'm not talking about just the argument and a little bit of pushing and squaring up. How common is something like this, really, of a full-on punch? Because he didn't punch him like they were teammates. He punched him like he was trying to finish him. He punched him like you're out and someone's trying to take your watch. And that's how he punched him. That wasn't no teammate punch. That was lethal. Well, you know, Mo, we, we tend to always talk about the things that we have fond memories about. And we talk about the winning and I, you know, I broke someone's ankle, you know, you cross somebody over, mm -hmm. you, I scored 30 points. You know, we tend to talk about that. But let's talk about the dark side of the NBA. It's a very, very competitive environment. And when you have this level of competitive people in one room, in one setting for this length of time, there's going to be arguments. And there are going to be more than scuffles. And you know, Mo, you know I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yes. And the last episode, the title of that episode was called The Axe, the Axe Forgets. And it's uh, the Andor here episode. And in the episode, which is great, by the way, there's a quote in there that says, the axe forgets, but the tree always remembers. Mm -hmm. And then this happened, and well, I began to think about all of the times where I've had scuffles. Sometime I was the aggressive one of the guys. Yeah, the aggressive guy. And the other time, 
you know, you don't win every fight, believe it or not. Yeah, on the receiving end of it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mo, you've never been in a fight if you haven't lost. Let's let's just hey, head up. You, you ain't we, never we been just in don't, a fight. We, we just don't talk about losses. Yeah, we just don't talk about it. That's why he said the axe forgets. <laughs> yeah, never catch me talking about those. <laughs> but the tree never, the tree always remembers, right? You know uh-huh. what I mean? And Mo, I've been on both sides. And Mo, I, 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 I'm telling you, man, I thought about all of the things that I did because Mo, I, I've always taken great pride in, in saying what my professor told me, never, never, never leave a scar on a student. And as I got older in this league, Mo, I just wanted to like share with you so that Mo can do in his vernacular, get the bag, secure the bag, secure the bag. That's what we do. Mo. Now the the bag is, one of the reasons people are speculating that this even happened. Yeah, we don't, I can't speculate. I don't know. What I know is what happened. That that young man right now, Jordan Poole, he needs our support. Okay, Draymond needs our support. Because, listen, I've been in some scuffles. And I'm going to tell you why Draymond needs our support. I'm going to tell you why he needs our support. Okay, okay. I don't know what happened, Mo. But the following, this is even unique to me, Mo. I've been on teams where you're a team and, you know, you're guys and guys get on scope. I've seen this for better or for worse. It seems like a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mo, but what I haven't seen, I haven't seen it. I want a championship with this guy. (laughs) Even even the Jordan punching Steve Kerr, they didn't win a championship. The, that, 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 that wasn't they didn't win a championship the year before. That was they the just example got there. that everyone used. So everyone can use the example. Steve Kerr and I, I spoke to Jordan. I'm gonna let Jordan tell you what he told me. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not trying to. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. portray that. This is between when that happened. I talked to him. He called me. They didn't win a championship the year before. Mm-hmm. That was serious pressure, you know? Okay, okay. If you want to know what pressure feel like, play on a team where you're expected to win a championship the entire year. Because only one thing will, only one thing will get you through that. You got to perform. Bo, imagine playing a game where you play well and they're like, oh, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You supposed to win. The only storyline for this season is you. If you don't, if you don't do, if you don't win the championship, that's the storyline. Mm-hmm. If you win four three the series, they're like, oh man, you almost lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. The Celtics won four three. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is this is the this is a pressure. This team, this team, they, they perform with their backs against the wall. If if you win, if you're supposed to win, they're like, oh man, you almost blew it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now everyone can point to that. Mo, what I haven't seen, you and I won a championship. So what is going on, Mo, to where you have that level? So whatever needs to be worked out needs to be worked out. And I'm not here to judge anybody on what happened. But what I am here to do, Mo, is to say the following. 
these these brothers are going to be connected for the rest of their life, whether they want to admit it or not. Mo, they want an NBA championship together. 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. they're going to have a reunion. Mm -hmm. And 30 years from now, they're going to have a reunion. Yep. And Mo, what is that going to look like? Yep. And, and we all know how things tense were with the Boston Celtics reunion when they didn't invite Ray Allen because of the animosity between them. And no one even punched Ray Allen. And Ray Allen didn't punch no one in the face like this. This is what, So I don't know how this is going to look. But, but this is the, what, yeah. the whole thing stemmed from those two clearly exchanging words in the video. And it reminded me of this clip from Draymond's podcast himself, which I want to play for you. I want to share this with you now because it was interesting to me if, if they're talking back and forth. This is what Draymond said. One thing that Jordan did that showed me he's going to be all right in this league actually happened in training camp of his rookie year. Jordan came into camp talking shit to everybody. And I remember one day uh, him and Glenn Robinson, the third, they got into it. All these guys are coming to me like, tell him to shut up. His young ass always got something to say, but I'm like, I'm not going to tell him to shut up. If you can't handle him talking shit, that's on you. At that moment though, the way he was getting under guys skin, I appreciated that. You know, you couple that with the hard work that he puts in and the amount of skill that he has. And it is a recipe for a guy who's going to be successful in this league. So it's clear that Jordan is no stranger to talking a little bit of trash with his teammates and making a big impression. And it seems like Draymond was a big fan of that because we all know how much Draymond loves to get under people's skin. But were you surprised when you saw this unfold? Because obviously, you know Draymond. You represented him for years. He's from Michigan as well. So you know him from before. Were you surprised at this? Or were you like, oh, that's what happens if you push Draymond to this point? Listen, Mo, the reason I'm shocked and I say everyone needs support in this is because it's one thing, Mo, you don't win in this league by accident. Okay? And Mo, there's one thing that is consistent that's constant in this league to why you win and why you don't win. That's called internal leadership, internal leadership. Now we can talk about what we saw and what we see in the game, such and such three for 13. He didn't play well. Such and such had 2.6 rebounds, five turnovers, man, he had a bad game, but let me tell you something. The warriors have had excellent internal leadership from Steph Curry in particular, and the other being Draymond Green. There's no doubt about it. They've they've policed the team. They've had great players, but their internal leadership is what they're relying on now from guys like Andre Iguodala within that locker room to to steer the ship. And Mo, as you know, I like to say, don't tell me how rough it is out there. You just got to bring it in. They lost one of their leaders in Draymond Green. He had a moment where I think he even admitted it. I had a, he had a lapse. He lost his head. He, as an internal leader in that locker room. So you, you don't think guys are going to look at him the same way moving forwards? Well, we don't. This is what we don't know. Now we're going into uncharted territory where we don't know that. And there's only one thing, Mo, that cures that. You know what that is, Mo? Winning. <laughs> no. And we haven't played a game yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We mm-hmm. don't know. Especially Winning. if the Warriors get off to a rocky start. Then all these questions are going to be amplified. Winning covers a multitude of sins. I know it. 
They are in uncharted territory. They're coming off of a literally a high of last year. Everything seems to be going well. Their young guys are improving. They're getting guys back in the fold, Wiseman. Everything Mo has come together for them. And then suddenly in one instance, boom, this happens. Now we don't know, Mo, because we know during the course of an 82-game season, there are going to be some rocky times here. Mm-hmm. And, and no, the, the Warriors have done a great yeah. job. Sorry, sorry. The Warriors have yeah. done a great job of keeping that all in-house. Like when KD was there and KD and Draymond would get into it, no one knew what was really going on. Obviously, it ended up with KD leaving. People thought that the Warriors would be finished. That took a few years off, and then they were back to it. And you saw how important Draymond was to this team, especially this year, with the way that he played, particularly on the defensive end of the basketball, and how integral he is to the offense, especially allowing Steph Curry to be Steph Curry on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, it's, it's not like he was I mean, just a 12 man on a bench that did this. Jordan Poole's basically their sixth man, and he could win sixth man of the year. And Draymond Green has been a starter for them. Uh, he's in, yeah. a, he's a starter. I don't care if he comes off the bench or what have you. Jordan Poole he's a, he's is and was a starter. Mm-hmm. They, they were, they had at certain times during the NBA season, they had the best record in the league. And that was, and Jordan Poole played a part of that. Yeah. I, I think Phoenix won top, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, they, I mean, they were going back and forth. There were certain t- they were right there all season. Okay, but the fact that this young man accepted his role as a starter and thrived in that, and then when Clay came in, thrived in that, that just shows his shows you his versatility. And really, what it shows you, Mo, is his confidence that he has in his ability. Mm-hmm. Mo, the, the, this young man, he had a terrific season. And Mo, he has secured the bag. He has. He has. Well, he, he's Mo, about to. Let, let, he, he, he has secured the so, bag. So for those guys who aren't aware, this is the situation at hand for the Warriors, is they have so many talent players and they need to pay them all. Jordan Poole is coming up to be eligible for his extension. And he's reportedly looking at a deal similar to one that Tyler Harrow got not too long ago. But Draymond Green next season has a player option and then he's a free agent. So if the Warriors are going to extend him, it's more than likely going to be this season. But it's unlikely that the Warriors have the money to pay them both without one of them taking a pay cut. And if one of them takes pay cut, you're going to expect it to be the older player who has less of an upside moving forwards because I don't know if the Draymond Green we see in the next four years is going to be better than the Draymond Green we've seen. I think that's fair to say that we've seen him at the peak of his powers. So... That's the situation at hand, and that's what a lot of people speculate. We're not going to speculate, but that's what a lot of people speculate caused the tension between them. Well, we don't, the, the tension is the tension. But, However, here are the facts. Here okay. are the facts. Let's just state the facts so okay. that we can know the facts. Different than what we are speculating on. They're going to have to make a decision. The replacements to their core group are already in the building. This mm-hmm. is a fact. Yep. Jordan Poole. Moody. Andrew Wiggins, Moody, Wiseman are in the building. Kaminga. Kaminga. Those guys are there. They're hungry. And Mo, those guys are performing. That, that's Mo, that is a fact. You, and, you and, can't deny that. And they're we just showing you a preview of what they can be if they were to reach their potential. Mo, and these guys are the first, Warriors, second, third or, guys. And what the organization has done, Mo is they figured out how to win an NBA championship with first, second, and third-year players 
And every coach, what's the one thing every championship coach wants? They want experience. Mm-hmm. So in knowing this, Mo, financially, there's no way for them to pay those, all three of those guys, talking about their core guys, Draymond, Clay, and Steph, and then figure out how to retain Wiseman, Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Moody, Wiggins, and all of these guys. Mo, it's a financial question that has to be answered, and they're going to have to make a decision at some point. That's just a fact. It's a great problem to have. Very rarely do you see it, though. Yeah, I mean, Mo, I don't think there's another team in the league that has the same problems that the Warriors have. I don't think I've ever seen this. I don't think I've ever seen a team that's winning championships with a core group and has basically a core group of young players that can just continue that winning. We often see in the NBA, teams will go through periods of success and then they'll go through down periods and then they might be back up. For example, you'll see the Lakers in the early 2000s. They had a lot of success. Mm -hmm. Then they had a number of down years. And then 2008, they're back up contending in the finals, had a number of years contending, and then they were back down for a very long time. Then they went to Disneyland and got themselves a championship. But, you know, for most teams, it's up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, you like that one there, but you have to slip in. Up and down, up and down, up and down. But the Warriors, what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, hey, look, from 2016 to 2036, we want to be contending every year. Obviously, they missed a couple of years with injuries and all that kind of thing. But I've never seen anything like this. I can't remember a team perhaps that maybe the Boston Celtics when they had Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, if, you know, rest in peace, Reggie Lewis and Len Bias would carry out their careers, mm-hmm. they would have had that. But aside from yeah, that, it, I can't think absolutely. off the top of my head, another example of a team that was in a position to sustain domination of the NBA. So That's what makes this, Mo, that's what makes this, that's why I'm so heartbroken. Mo, you're absolutely a thousand percent correct. If the late, I've told you this, I think I've told you, I know I've told you this off air, but I'll say it on air. If the late Reggie Lewis and the late. uh, Len Bias. uh, Len Bias. If we don't lose them. History would have been written differently. Let me tell you 27 championships instead of 17. Okay. Now what Larry Bird won three, if I remember correctly, right. Mm. They won three in the, in the eighties. Well, with Reggie Lewis. And Lynn Bias in that group. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Now, we haven't even gotten to our guy, and I don't want to get too far ahead. You know, Victor, we talk about one of the great oh, talents. Oops. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this Lynn Bias. Let me tell you about the late Lynn Bias. Okay. He was every bit the athlete that Jordan was, he was bigger than Michael Jordan, and he started off with a better jump shot. All right, let me say this again. He was every bit the athlete, every bit the athlete. He can run, jump, cut, just, he is bigger. Okay? He could shoot better than Michael Jordan at the same age. And he was going to play with Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish. Bill Walton, the late Dennis Johnson, Mo, they would have won something. And then Reggie Lewis, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that's the only time, Mo, that I've seen this happen. And unfortunately, Mo, when I, like I said, when it ends, always ends bad. 
So, not to cut you off, but what do you think moving forwards is the punishment that we're going to see handed out to Mo, Draymond? I don't. I I I, I don't. Mo, I really don't know. But what I think, what I think, we're going to see is for all of us to have an opportunity. I think this is a this is a teachable moment for all of us because I don't know what to do. There's like no manual here for this, right? This is like real life stuff. There's no manual here. But what I do know is the following. Watching Steph Curry navigate this has been simply incredible. He really, uh, watching him carry the responsibility as a superstar, a true superstar on and off the court has been incredible. Watching his compassion for what happened to, Ju- to Jordan Poole, you know he has had in-depth conversations, direct conversations with Draymond Green. You know that. You know that Steph Curry has had in-depth, high-level conversations with the governors and the owners. And you know him and Steve Kerr and Bob Myers are all on the same page. And Steph Curry has the biggest voice because everybody wants to know what he thinks. Why? Because it's his team. Mm-hmm. And to watch him navigate this has been simply incredible because that's a lot of pressure. Mo. Should, should I tell you one thing I liked? Now, we got to keep it all the way 100 here. Please okay. do. Keep it a buck 50 as they Keep say. it 100 here because what I'm about to say involves some of the friends of the show. Now, out of respect to them, I'm not going to say their name. But when this incident happened, there were one or two reporters who came out and I was very intrigued by their phrasing of this because some of the reports alluded to basically say Jordan Poole deserved it or Jordan Poole had it for a long time or Jordan Poole's attitude had changed since he was getting his contract extension and a lot of his teammates agreed with what happened. It was interesting. Some of the reports even said they didn't say that Draymond actually hit him in the face. They said Draymond Green swung a punch. It didn't even say if it connected or not. So the whole world was speculating whether this connected or not. And that was just interesting to me when you guys figure out which agencies are telling your favorite reporters what to report because, you know, that's that's all I'm going to say on that. It's, it's interesting to me if you can read between the lines. Well, well I, but, I, I think, Mo, I, I think what point well taken. Mm-hmm. However, Andre Iguodala. This is what I was getting to. This is what I was getting to. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. And this, the reason why the media can be biased. Now, you guys listen to this podcast. BJ and I are not biased by anyone. No agents are paying me to report favorable stories for their players. I just call it like I see it, right? So these guys have phrased phrased it in a way that makes Jordan Poole kind of look like a bad guy who deserved what was coming to him. But Stephen Curry jumped out and he said there was a specific tweet that was put out yesterday insinuating that Poole's attitude or something had changed. That's absolute BS. Andre Iguodala addressed it yesterday with his tweet, and we can leave it at that. Poole has been great, and there's nothing that warranted the situation yesterday to make that clear. But it's also something that I feel like will not derail our season of what we're trying to do. Now, I have full respect for Stephen Curry for saying this. Because, because let's be honest, Draymond Green has been with him from the very start. Draymond Green protects him while they're out there on the floor. 
And Jordan Poole, if you want to be really cynical about it, is trying to fill Steph Curry's shoes when Steph Curry is finished with his career. You know, he could have easily come out and just defended Draymond. But being a great leader that he is, he was impartial. And he stuck with the facts of the situation. So if you want to know what Andre Iguodala had tweeted, I'm going to pull up the tweet right now. He said, what we're not going to do is talk crazy about my young fella JP. Great character kid. Missed me with all the other BS straight from the quote unquote sources. So I respect Iguodala and Steph because they could have stuck with their guy. Draymond is their guy. But they came yeah. out and called out the media for reporting yeah. a biased narrative. I just want to say that, how much I got to salute those guys. You, you, you have 100. to, you have to, listen, that's why you have to respect Steph Curry. This is a master. All, what I want to do, if, I, if I'm the NBA, if I'm the commissioner right now, the NBA, if I was running a team right now, you know what I would be doing, Mo? Is every single day in my meetings, I would have a 15 to 20 minute session on how to navigate and problem solve when problems happen. Because everybody's going to have a problem. The mm. only difference between a winning team and a losing team is winning covers it all up. Mm -hmm. So we are watching all of this happen in real time. And we are getting a master's class on leadership, whether you agree with it or not. Everyone was on message within the Warriors organization on what happened. Mm -hmm. Except for the person who leaked the video. <laughs> Allegedly. Mo, I'm sticking to the facts here. I, I mean, I don't I've know how the video gets leaked. Listen, let, let, me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've worked for a team. Mm -hmm. I've worked within a team. In the front office. In the front office. Okay. I don't believe, Mo, at my age, in luck and mistakes at that level. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say this. If I was a young team, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Minnesota Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards, hopefully we can get you to that point. John ja Morant, hopefully we can get you to this point. All of you young stars, if I was working with Victor, uh, this is what you're walking into, my friend. Mm -hmm. This is what you're walking into. Things happen. Mm -hmm. And if you can't navigate this, Mo, you can't be crowned a champion. There's a reason now. There's a reason now we now we know why the Warriors are four-time NBA champion. Okay. Because they're able to navigate this. Something interesting came up in response because we just talked about Steph and Andre's response. And I mm -hmm. alluded to the fact that certain a uh, media reporters are pushing a narrative for a certain agency. But a certain agency, which Draymond Green assigned to, also has another player who goes by the name of Trey Young, who put out a very interesting tweet. And his tweet in response to this was not, oh my gosh, what happened? It said, Draymond is trying to get to LA. Damn. Which I found very interesting, given what we discussed earlier about Draymond's contract. So do you see this or foresee this or predict this being the end of this being the final season that Draymond Green is on the Golden State Warriors. And then once his contract is up, he will go and sign a two-year deal with the Lakers. You know, I'm in this business and it's a little different for me, Mo, because 
for better or for worse, I would argue that it's better. I can peek behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mo. And the one thing about this business, as you know, Mo, and hopefully our listeners are catching on to the to the joke is why we laugh is because it's not what I say. It's what I don't say. Mm -hmm. That matters. It's not what I say. It's what I don't say. I'm not saying this to get a retweet. I'm not saying this to get a hot take. No, I, I genuinely love this game. Well, this is what I do. I've dedicated my life to this game and to the people. And as difficult as that was for me to watch, because that's still my brothers. And Mo, we've all been in that situation before. You don't play in this league for a number of years and you don't get in a fight. (laughs) Okay, Mo. Mm -hmm. Everyone that has played has been in that situation what's different now is now we've seen it i can't tell you how many times i've been on both sides of that situation you know and and i'm not proud of that and i'm not gonna sit here as the old guy and say oh man i wish you could have saw when we played yeah mo it was unfortunate but you know what we did do that it was very unfortunate mo that that was the type of environment that was that that we had Okay, and thank goodness, Mo, that I can say this now at 55. Thank goodness that the late David Stern changed the game and they cleaned up the game. Because you know what, Mo? When I look at the fouls that were administered during that era. <laughs> Jordan rules. Mo, it, it's, it's, it's like ridiculous. Okay? Let me ask you this. Do you consider this to be a cheap shot? Because Dr- Draymond Green punched a man who had his hands down by his side. He was in his practice facility. He wasn't even in the locker room. He was on the court at a practice facility, surrounded by coaches and teammates. I don't think he was expecting, maybe Draymond would push it back. I don't think he was expecting that. Do you think that was a cheap shot? Because that's how it looks on the camera. What? what, what okay, well, it's, it's one thing that I, 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 we got the visual. I didn't hear the audio. Mm. But I'm just looking at body language now. Okay, I'm looking at body language without hearing the audio. Okay. Our coaches, when you are in a, on a competitive team, you will bring the energy to where it's in a frenzy. We refer to it in our era as a controlled chaos. You want to bring everyone's energy up to where they're almost ready to fight each other, and then you stop it. Okay out of respect to one another, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's say I'm on the second team and let's say we're beating the first team, which was Jordan and Pippen and all those guys in practice. Mo, you don't think there was trash talking going on? (laughs) And and, and if anybody thought that Michael, when BJ Armstrong and Stacey King and we would beat the first team, right? These guys, Jordan, Believe it or not, he lost in practice. Believe it. Believe it or not, he did lose some games in practice. <laughs> I'm struggling, but I'll, I'll take you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, 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 no. Believe it or not. Every, yeah, yeah. Hey, as they say, Mo, every dog has his day. Mo, believe it we or see, not. We've seen that first saying, time. I'm not saying that it was consistent. <laughs> but he can't deny, Mo, 
it's like a heavyweight fight, Mo. Uh huh. I might just get the right shot in that day. Okay. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, and trust me, he didn't take kindly to those. Yeah. Scotty didn't take kindly. The coaches didn't even take kindly to that. Imagine coaching. You got Jordan and Pippen, and then you got Armstrong, Stacey King, Scott Williams, <laughs> whipping them. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay? Mo, and trust me, it happened. That's why we were good. Mo, you can't have – you can't be on a good team when it's not a competitive environment. Why? Because if the, if the first team is just so good and the second team – they have no confidence to either maintain the lead or extend the lead. And you have to have that, Mo. So what our coaches always did was you would bring up the conversation. Everyone's talking crazy, Mo. Everyone's talking crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, it, the body language is looking at it. Okay, Draymond and Jordan Poole is talking crazy. Okay, Mo, I didn't see anyone go, okay, guys, that's enough. Like, th that's what we always did. The coaches would be like, okay, guys, that's enough. Out of respect to everybody, even Jordan, who was the master at talking trash, out of respect, you stopped and you performed and you got focused. Now, when we got to the locker room, then you, you began to start back up again or you, just, or you left it there. We always left it there. I was never concerned on a championship caliber team, someone, I don't care how much trash talking we were doing, that that was going to happen, especially after we won a championship. That's yep. what makes it unique. Now, Mo, before we won the championship, <laughs> Mo, like, okay, somebody walk up in my space, swing first, ask questions what will happen later, and then you figure it out. Mm. I'm just giving you the rules of the, of engagement yeah, here. Yeah, of course. But Draymond walked up to Jordan. It's not like Jordan went and got in Draymond's a, face. I'll say it again. On a championship team, I wasn't worried about my vets, even though we were talking in practice. Yeah. It's, it's a safe environment. It's your team. You know what I mean? Everybody know now what I, but I also knew that if we weren't competitive with each other in practice, it wouldn't translate to the game. You don't turn this on and off switch. So the fact that guys are bickering, Mo, in my mind, in this dysfunctional, because Mo, I've told you this, and I'll say it here. This is a dysfunctional league played by dysfunctional, dysfunctional people. Mm -hmm. Ran by dysfunctional executives and coaches and all that stuff. And if you can't function in this dysfunctional environment, you probably won't make it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. But mm -hmm. one thing, Mo, after we won the championship, I didn't, for on that team, at least, I wasn't concerned about talking, someone getting in my space because we had earned a mutual respect, Mo, where that's a little different. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't hear the audio there because, you know, if you look at it, no one reacted. Yeah, that was interesting to me as well. No one rushed like some of the coaches. Mo, it wasn't like, OK, so, so if Mo there. and BJ on the side in the conversation get heated, you'd be like, man, what's going on? Like no one turned around. No one like ran to it or 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear what happened, but I'm just given by being in these environments. And Mo, I've seen numerous fights. <laughs> as bad as, have you ever seen anyone punch anybody like that though? Like the yeah. way Draymond punched yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? How how often? I have. How often? Was that a rarity? Unfortunately, you know. Unfortunately, I have. Unfortunately, I have. Mo, I've I've seen worse. And I'm oh. not proud of this. This is these. Can you I, I, can listen. you share any without naming nah, names? Because you know, without naming not, names. Uh, no, well, you and like you, an example, of, uh, an example of what could lead to that happening. Though, was it just trash talking well, about the games, or would it get personal, or would it be about contracts, well, or it, it, someone? It doesn't paid? matter. It it happened. It, it, I've seen it all. Mo, I've seen it. Mo, listen. Wherever there's money, there are going to be problems. Wherever there's people, and money. It's gonna escalate. That's the, the root of all evils. Okay, you know, and that's that's just a fact. That this isn't the believe it or not. Okay, which is hard to believe. We're like, oh my god, but this is Mo. These are people. Mm -hmm. These are people. And how many times do you hear me say this, Mo? Behind those uniforms are people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I don't know what happened. And I'm not proud to say it. But I've seen worse, much worse. Well, I got stories of stories where I've seen. And when I tell you, and, and Mo, thank goodness. Thank goodness there was no Twitter. <laughs> no cameras. Or, <laughs> no cameras. Just thank goodness. And, 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 and Mo, I, I've had friends of mine in this league have shared. We've shared our, some of the stories. And Mo, thank goodness. That it was no cameras. And I'm not going to get in here and because I'm not, that's not what I, Mo, again, I, I'm, I'm trying to really not leave a scar because Mo, <laughs> you know what, you know what the worst part, Mo, you know what the worst part of this is when you're young, Mo, when you're young and you don't know and you have this aggressive personality. And you have this, and Mo, you understand that you're living in an environment where, Mo, there's only 150 players at any given moment that's playing in the NBA. Five players on every team is 30 players. Right? Uh, on Mo, the court, yeah. You, I, I guess yeah, on the like court. That's the only, Mo, that's the only, it's the only place where you can play. Like, Mo, like, okay, you, you work, you're on the bench. If these were just two bench guys, who would care? These are players. These are guys. These are one of the 150. That's what makes this unique. Yeah, Mo, like, these aren't like, Mo, these aren't like just two guys fighting to make the team. Mm -hmm. These are two fixtures, residents on okay. our roster. And Mo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You don't know what this has the potential to do, right? That's why they call it a team. And Mo, and here's the thing that, you know, concerns me, is you have an age difference with this fight. Kind of massive size difference. <laughs> Jordan yeah, Poole's smaller the, than me. You got the 30-something, and then you got the 20-something. This is a young team. It's a 10-year difference. And here's the thing that concerns me more than anything, just watching this, right? If, if I was coaching this team or playing on this team, what the young fellas going to do? 
mm. not young fella, what the young fellas yeah. going to do. Mo, because let me tell you what it looked like for me as a 55-year-old. How many times, Mo, do we hear this? Man, the old heads, they hate the young players today. How many times? <laughs> Mo, day. is there Every a line divide? Every day. Okay, now, now, Mo, this has the potential to draw the line between the 30-year-olds and the 25 and under-year-olds. Yeah. Could cause some serious dysfunction. I don't know what, Mo, I, and Mo, not only, not only on this team, but in the league, because Mo, unlike our generation, all of these guys communicate with each other. We didn't, I didn't communicate with other guys. I didn't have a cell phone and all that to be communicating like these guys do. This has a real, this could be very impactful in a lot of different ways, Mo. And I don't know where this is going to go. But Mo, these young guys, how many times do they oh man, them old heads, them old heads, man, why they hating on us? How many times do they say that, Mo? Mo? All the time. Okay. I hear it. So I'm interested to see what course of action is taken by not just the Warriors organization, but by the league. Let me uh, share with the people listening the NBA rulebook, which I have here in front of me. Mm. Um, Section six, subclause Y, violence at NBA activities and events. The NBA and its teams condemn all forms of violence and particularly so with respect to its use in connection with our sport. Players in the NBA are on notice that violent conduct will not be tolerated under any circumstance. Nothing that occurs during an NBA activity or an event, including a game or practice, can justify an act of violence. The NBA will take immediate action against any player who engages in violent actions during an NBA event or activity, including a game or practice, including ejections, fines, suspensions, and or termination with employments. Now, our good friend Bobby Mark said that the NBA has been generally hands-off and has allowed the teams to deal with the fines and the suspensions. For example, Bobby Portis, or Bobby Portis, as I like to call him, once punched Nikola Mirotic in the face and broke his face. I don't know what the bone is called in your face, but he cracked the bone in his face when they were both playing together on the Bulls. And he was suspended for eight games by the Chicago Bulls. But that was a different situation because Miritich charged at Portis twice before Portis threw a punch and connected with Miritich's face. So you could say that he was had more of a reason to swing that punch. It wasn't the first thing that happened. It was an act of self-defense. If he had been charged at twice and a guy was charging at him a third time and he was suspended for eight games. So I want to see what happens with the Warriors and Draymond Green, if they're going to suspend him, if so, for how many games, if the league are going to get involved, because now there's a video that's circulating around the public. I think that one video did 8 million views in the first hour that it was out. That's crazy. I wish this podcast could do views like that. Maybe next time we link up, I'm going to have to get BJ to punch me so we can get the 8 million views in. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> but I'm interested to see what happened because we've just seen Ime Adoka be suspended for one year for reportedly having a consensual affair. In my opinion, as bad as having an affair is, punching someone in the face like that is a whole lot worse because Jordan Poole did not consent to being punched in the face. So if Ime has gone for one year, 
surely by that logic, Draymond's suspension should be over one year. And I get that everyone's going to say these things happen in locker rooms all the time. These things happen between athletes all the time. Yes, here's the difference. There's a video for the world to see. The NBA is a family product. You know, a large percentage of the fan base is impressionable young children. Families go to these games. Families pay thousands and thousands of pounds. Parents pay thousands and thousands of pounds to take their kids to go and watch their heroes play out on the basketball court. So I don't know what the punishment is going to be, but I'm assuming that logically it has to be some sort of severe punishment, suspension for Draymond Green. What do you think about that? You know, I, I'm no lawyer. My my wife is a lawyer and her and I have had numerous discussions. And I, I'm sure like many lawyers, you know, when you take a legal perspective, you know, this clearly happened in their private facility. And even though it's written that way, it's like international waters. Well, who's in charge to make, to enforce the rules? <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's in charge to actually enforce the rules now there's no denying this more whether you've seen it or not as i've stated here as a former player as many will attest to this happens way more frequently <laughs> yes than we are aware of but the now, world is not aware what, okay I, 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 but again i i, I all i'm saying is I'm just laying it out for what it is. Now, let's address it because now we've seen this and now what we want to do. I don't know, Mo. I don't have the answers here. I, I really don't know what to do. I don't know what should be done. I don't know how this would be looked at if the Warriors won the championship. I don't know how it's going to be looked at if the Warriors don't win the championship. What I do know, Mo, is that it happened. And my experience has taught me that it's happens way more frequently than we think. And now that we've seen it, now we become the higher authority in saying what we think should happen, just like the Emmy situation and many other situations. Now, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. The best thing that I can say is... You know, it's just a very unfortunate situation. It's unfortunate because you have so many young people that do idolize, that are impressionable, that are looking up to these players. And whether you want to be a role model or not, you are. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to accept that responsibility or not. And I think right now, Mo, the best we can do is the following. Is tell it like it is. That's all we can do. Because if we tell it like it is, Mo, you know, as my grandfather would say, my grandmother and grandfather would say, you know, the most difficult thing you'll ever have to do in life, BJ, is do the right thing. And right here, Mo, I don't know what the right thing is, but if we keep telling it like it is, we may get there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we are there yet. And I don't think we, none of us know what to do. At least I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think if we keep telling it like it is, somehow, some way, we will get there. And then maybe we could all move forward because we're going to need that young kid. And I don't want to forget him, Jordan Poole, to move forward. Mm-hmm. 
at some point, Draymond is going to have to move forward. The organization well, and everybody's going to have to move forward. Draymond came out and did an apology the other day. But the way he apologized for me, if I was Jordan Poole, I'd be even more mad because he came out and he said, I'm sorry for embarrassing Jordan Poole and embarrassing his family. To me, that doesn't sound like a real apology. It's sorry I made you look like an idiot. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry you got knocked out. Well, me, I, I, mean, I'm not gonna, I don't like I'm, the way he yeah. phrased that. But but here's my thing. I, okay? I get it. I understand okay. that these things happen a lot in sports. But at the end of the day, at the very base level, this is a place of work. And there's no other place of work in the world where you could do this to someone and still keep your job. Imagine if I did that to someone at a TV studio. There's no way, no matter what the cause was, that I would keep my job. Imagine if someone did that in your office. There's no way they keep their job. So I understand it's sports. And obviously these things are usually kept private and dealt with internally. But now that the world has seen it, that is why I'm a little confused as to why the Warriors have not come up with some sort of punishment and they just told him, go and apologize. And then he said, I'm going to take a few days away from the team. And then he's going to be right back to it. That's the part that's confused me. Because if you're an impressionable young person, you look up stream on green, Next time someone's saying something you don't like at school or at work, if you have a job or whatever, and you go and do what Draymond Green did, then that's going to cause problems for everyone. Because these guys have millions of fans, millions and millions of fans. So that's my perspective on it. Like I get, yeah, cool. These things happen in locker rooms. These things happen in sports. I've been there too. Maybe not in the NBA, but I've been there too. Don't get me wrong. But the difference is, like you said before, there was no cameras. There was no Instagram. There's no Twitter. So the world didn't see it unfold. And that's what makes this situation unique because I don't think we've ever seen this happen before to this degree in this day and age. You but know, we've seen fights happen. We, you know, in, we, in we, this we day the, and age. Oh, yeah, we've seen, well, yeah, we've seen it. Like we saw the thing in the palace. We've seen 2000 we've seen 2005 is very, it's a very different world to 2022. The, the world well, it may is appear very, to be different. It, but- but it's it's no difference. The, the, the world it, is a very different place to 2005 how? and 99. You don't use the you don't you don't use the internet, so you're not going to understand when I explain how. But it's a very different place now. Everyone is a lot more sensitive in this day and age. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's not that you're more sensitive. It's just you have an op, you have a platform. You have a doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. You have a place, okay, to express your immediate reaction. You have a place, okay. Sometime, Mo, as you get older, you begin to think things through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, you know, you know, it, I'm always fascinated with young people. You know what is fascinating? And I was hoping you would ask this okay. today. What was the response of like my younger players? It was the younger, my younger clients. Yeah. And I been talking to other agents. I, I didn't know if you want to share that, but if you want to share that, go ahead. Oh, Mo, everything is, Mo, it, 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 I'll say it again. What I don't say to me and what sometimes when I'm listening to people is way more fascinating because you know, they know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are people, what's been the general reaction amongst people around the league and around the industry? I've been offline. I've, I've, I've been away. So I've not really been in touch with anyone. So, well, 
here's the thing. The reaction of most of the players is one that I expected. If somebody did that, if I got hit like that, I would be da 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 da. Okay, that that's which to me is a common reaction. Yeah, because if I was Jordan Poole, I ain't gonna yeah, I ain't gonna incriminate would, myself with what I would do. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that was the reaction. But uh, the but the most fascinating response. Okay, I was with my my I was with my daughter this weekend visiting her at college. And I was around young people, 21, 22 years of age. Not making me feel old now. <laughs> My son called me, who's 22 now, immediately. And then I have another young son who's six, okay? And he heard me and his mom talking about it. And so the 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 so the I'm around college students, right? Or university students there in the UK. And, and their response. And the thing that was fascinating about them, about their response to all of this was like, dad, like is, is I mean, my, my kids, both of my kids asked me, dad, did you ever get in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> they know you like I know you. <laughs> my son, my daughter, who's 20, well, she's 20 now, 19, 20, 20 years old. My son, who's just turned 22, and my six-year-old. And they both asked, my, my two oldest asked me, Dad, you, did you ever get in a fight? And I asked them immediately, why, why does that matter? It's like, Dad, like, who does that? Yeah. Okay. I told you it's a different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and Mo, I, I, and, and I, and I, and before I hesitated, as you know, Mo, I, I, I paused, right? I, you know, I, I your famous I, BJ Armstrong pause. Yeah, I, I said, and I told him, I said, what you think is going on a lot of times is always different from how it really is. And he was like, Dad, you, you actually had a fight before. Like they just couldn't believe it, <laughs> and then their friends were like, "Mr. Armstrong, like, you, you, you know, it, it was, it was kind of like you realize, like, this world that I was in is so far removed from these kids' world mm -hmm. and with these people, and then that's when I, I felt like an outsider because I was like, man, am." Like what? What was I doing at nineteen or twenty, Mo? Like, if I didn't get in some type of Chevy match, Mo, I didn't know that that was <laughs> okay. I, I, I ain't even gonna speak about myself. I yeah, ain't that's even what I'm saying, Mo. Mo right you, know, you know, Mo, it, it's 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 like it's ridiculous. Like I'm thinking, and I was listening to them, and and my daughter. You know, you don't have any kids yet, but when you have a daughter, you know, that's your daughter. You know, mm -hmm. you're like. You know, she's like, like dad, like dad's a pushover. Like, you know, I mean? my kids, they, they like, that's dad. Like, you know, like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? My, my six-year-old, he's telling his kids, they're like, man, your dad played in the NBA. He's like, yeah, but he, I, I can beat him. This is, this is my six-year-old. He doesn't even, it's like, you know, I'm just, and I, and I, and I, you know, and, and 
But my daughter's response, even more so than my son, was just so, she was, she just couldn't believe it. She was like, dad, you mean, why would you, she was like, why would you play, want to play in the NBA? She just couldn't fathom the idea. And, you know, and I say this more to say the following, you know, nothing is perfect. But I think now, Mo, we have a responsibility to do better. We have a responsibility, Mo. And that camera really, <laughs> I mean, Mo, I, 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 you know, it's like one of those things, Mo, like you're not proud of. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, yeah. Like, Mo, like, even, okay, that was just the physical part. But, Mo, what about all the trash talking and the things you call people? Mm hmm. Mo, that's not cool either. I mean, I still do it. I ain't gonna lie. If BJ, if me yeah, and you Mo, speaking, I'm talk your. I'm I'm gonna talk you to the point where you want to go dream on on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and you know, like, and, and so you know, I, I just I would hope that we can learn from this, and that this doesn't happen again. But it's it's bound to, it's bound to happen again because. You're, 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 you're playing with such emotion and passion and there's so much on the line. It's bound to happen. But Mo, it was a moment that my kids made me feel like, oh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was like one of those moments like, oh, my kids. You know what I'm saying, Mo? I, I, I hear you. I'll tell you the reaction I got from people who I was around. You know, I was just around some of my friends who are the same age, similar age as me. I'm going to give you, this There's just four words that summed it up. And, and I think everyone had the same reaction. Because you got to remember, we're from London. So, so everyone, pretty right. much word for word, had the same reaction. Draymond is a waste man. That's it. What's a waste? That's, what does that mean? A waste. If, you, if you're a waste man, you're like, you're an idiot. You're like, you're an idiot guy. Do you know what I mean? You're a fool. Oh, wow. You, you, a waste man. I don't know how to describe it in American. It's like, you're not a serious guy. How come was that? How come that's the reaction? How come? Jordan Poole had his hands by his side. When you push someone, push, push, push Draymond away from you because he just squared up to you. You got your hands by your side and out of nowhere, Superman punch on the kid that's 10 years younger than you that you're supposed to be teaching the game to. That's, that's not cool. That's, uh, now, I don't know what they said. If, if it comes out what was said, it might change the whole story completely. But after watching the video, right. everyone watched the video said, now nah, Draymond is a waste, man. Draymond is... Draymond's idiot. That's that's what my understanding said. Mo is, and like I say, it was just so the whole thing. My understanding is their lockers are like right by each other. Yeah, they're tight. Like I played you the clip earlier of how much Draymond admires Jordan's confidence and how much trash he talks to everyone else. And he even said, "I personally love it. I come here to play basketball. If you're going to let someone get under your skin, that's your business." Draymond Green himself said that, and that's why my whole thing is. It's not like Jordan squared up to him. Draymond squared up to him and Jordan pushed him away. It's not like he put his hands up saying, yo, let's go. It's not like he said, yo, let's go outside. Draymond just launched a punch out of nowhere. That was, you know, what I thought. Uh, that's, that was the opinion of my friends who were around me at the time. Um, but let us know what you guys at home think. Let us know what you guys at home think. Get us out on social media at Hoop Genius. We both read the tweets there. So get involved in the conversation. Join the Discord server. As well, you can join the conversation, submit your questions for future episodes of the show. BJ and I, we can keep going all day, but we're gonna have to wrap this up. But we're gonna be yeah, we tomorrow. keep going all day. But Mo, can we get back to the court? 
Can we get back to the court, Mo? Well, tomorrow we're going to talk about what we've been doing <laughs> and where we've been, which involves being on the court. So you guys stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to the show, share it with your friends, leave a rating, leave a review. You know, you know what? Do you know what made me sad the other day? We had on yes. Spotify a perfect, we had about 200 five-star ratings and never anything less. Oh. Never anything less. Oh, wow. And remember well, the you. other day, remember the other day when I said, please give us five stars. If you if you don't think it's a five star, just leave it and don't put anything. Someone went on and purposely didn't put five. We got our first non five star rating, so we're back oh, on four point nine. No. So whoever that was, you're a hater. Oh. Make yourself known. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know they listen to the show all the time anyway. Because I said it right at the end of the episode. So whoever that is, thinking they're funny, don't fumble the bag for us. Make sure you guys leave some reviews on the Apple Podcast Store. That helps us rise up the charts. Make sure you subscribe to the show as well. We're going to be back tomorrow with a very exciting episode because I need to hear all about what BJ's been doing. BJ needs to hear all about what I've been doing. We've been in different ends of the world and uh, we're going to tell you guys all about that. But that is the insight of what we think about the Draymond Green situation. Please do share your thoughts with us. Hit us on the Twitter timeline and we'll be back tomorrow for another one. As always, you know the vibes. Get 2K23 through the link in the bio and get buckets.